There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Don't get naked. Don't get naked. Oh, because you're like right on my TikTok. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and happy Tuesday. Let me get myself all set up here. Fantastic. All right, good morning for everybody that is on TikTok. Good morning to Facebook. Good morning to everyone. Good morning in Alabama. So you are listening to Mizzy Bender. I am a lifestyle influencer. This is the Mizzy Bender Show, or, or Mornings with Mizzy, depending on what platform you're listening to. And we are live on TikTok and Facebook this morning. Um, for those of you that are freshly new tuning in, we talk all sorts of lifestyle stuff, which is swingers and kink and all sorts of alternative lifestyle stuff on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. Today we have topics submitted by some by a community member, uh, two topics actually. One is about, is it okay for a gentleman to come more than once during a play session and how long of a play session is too long of a play session and uh, you get to see all of my crazy wild hair uh, this morning and everything. So let's go through some updates from the weekend which isn't really much. I do want to backtrack on something because uh, one of the things that lifestylers have the biggest challenge on uh, is the dynamics with their families, right? We talk about being outed all the time and we talk about all these different discrepancies, uh, all the things that make us afraid, the judgments and all these different things. I wanted to circle back on something that has been, you know, really hurtful to me uh, and part of my journey and kind of just like regroup and, and put kind of like a final end to it. So for those of you that have followed along for the entire time, uh, you know, that the Mizzy Bender brand has existed, you would know that one of the biggest ways that I was, you know, outed to my family was by photos being sent to one of my family members, which then became like a chain of events. The family member that received the photos happened to be my most best friend in the entire world. She was my entire everything. We hung out all the time. You know, she was my aunt, but we had like a very, I mean, our relationship was just very different. We hung out all the time. We were partners in crime. And when all of this, uh, when all this swinger stuff started to kind of come out and, you know, all of my more risky photos started to show. Now, all these different things, there's some manipulation and, and a lot of catastrophic stuff happened, right? At the end of this entire discrepancy, my relationship with my aunt ended up falling out, right? We don't, we didn't have a relationship anymore. Things got really wild and it was just, it just became crazy. Now this was four years ago this happened. Luckily and oddly, it's not lucky, but fortunately I say, yes, uh, COVID kind of was a blessing in disguise because COVID made me have to be absent from the family, right? Nobody nobody had the opportunity to interact with one another. Everybody was segregated. Everybody was super confused. So, you know, technically speaking, 
you know, shortly thereafter, the family fallout happened, COVID happened. So the world shut down. And I don't know if I really honestly came to terms with my true feelings because I would go through the ups and downs all the time of feeling super hurt, feeling really, you know, just angry, feeling like how could a family member side with a fucking lunatic, uh, you know, in the industry. It was just like there were so many different things that went through my mind that made me feel really upset, right? Also considering the fact that I felt like I was mourning the loss of somebody that still existed, of which was in my family, and I knew I was going to have to see that person again. So I had a lot of really sad emotions when this whole falling out happened. And so when I talk about my family and my outing to, um, my outing of the lifestyle, the individuals I'm talking about are my brother, my sister, and my aunt. These are the most important, crucial people that were in my life at the time. Um, and I was able to navigate the relationship with my brother and my sister along. And the one with my aunt really just did not happen. So a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, uh, we had a baby shower in the family. The first fucking family event since COVID happened. And I was really nervous because I was like, okay, well, here I am. I'm going to have to see this family member, and I don't necessarily really know what my feelings are. And if you follow my story, you know I'm a direct shooter, and I really don't like to... I don't fucking bullshit, right? So if you're going to be awkward with me, we're awkward. If you're going to be an asshole to me, be an asshole to my face, and let's deal with this and, like, not pretend, right? And so, you know, that's how I am. I don't really allow people to manipulate me in front of my face. If you're going to be a shit starter behind my back, you need to be a shit starter in front of my fucking face and let's do this, right? Like, I don't play games like yes. this. Yeah, I, like, I don't like that sort of thing. So I was really nervous going into the baby shower. And I was talking to my partner and I was just like, you know, I don't know really how to handle it because this is going to be the first time I'm going to see the family member. And I just feel really, you know, uneasy. So... With that being said, I went in with a very open mind and, you know, of course, wasn't going to be any, I wasn't going to cause conflict if conflict wasn't brought to my table, but I also wasn't going to be, you know, awkward, right? So there was this one moment where all the ladies were sitting at uh, the lunch table and it was very clear that they had all established this night where the family was getting together and it was going to be a girl's night and they were doing, you know, a wedding dress event which was a 10-year anniversary so we did it 10 years ago like in friends how all the girls took all of our wedding dresses and we just went and fucking chilled in our wedding dresses at my aunt's house we drank we had appetizers it was fun because what the fuck else do you do at your wedding dress after you wear it once right so with that being said you know they're all discussing this night and my one aunt looks at me and she goes oh uh you know you're welcome to come if you want to i said no no, no. i said don't feel obligated to invite me because I'm sitting at this table. And she kind of looked at me and was like, mm. and she was like, no, 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 you know, you were there the first time, you really should be there, and whatever. So I said, oh, okay. So I kind of just like took it in, and I said, you know, whatever. You know, when I'm uncomfortable, I set it up so my partner, Spencer, can come pick me up early from the events. It works out really well because I don't really drive uh, to begin with. <laughs> I can drive, let's emphasize the fact I can drive, I just don't drive. Um, so. You know, he comes and he, I had him come pick me up early and I had explained to him as soon as I got in the car, I said, listen, I said, you know, she invited me to this family event and if she proceeds to invite, like formally really invite me, not just in like passing conversation at the table, like I am going to go because 
I just, you know, it's the right thing to do. And so I ended up a few days later, I got the Facebook invitation to go to the girls' night. Now again, so the girls' night was Friday night. And I was really uncomfortable, again, because now it's at her house, right? So now I'm going into her environment. I'm going into this, you know, very uncomfortable situation for myself. And so I set it up for Spencer to come pick me up. I was only going to stay at the event for two hours. And I did stay at the event for two hours because I just wanted to ease myself into it and see what the dynamics were going to be and all that kind of stuff, right? So I had my one aunt pick me up, so I didn't have to go alone. So on the car right there, I'm talking to my one aunt and I'm explaining to her my feelings because I said, you know, how everything fell out was just fucking bullshit. And, you know, I started to kind of like, I just don't know where I stand. And of course, I'm going in with an open mind, but I miss her so much. But I just don't know if I can forget all the detrimental things that transpired. And then we got to the, you know, we got, you know, we had really great conversation. And so we get to my aunt's house and of course like I let loose, right? Because all my other family members are there. We're just laughing, having a great time. And it was like we were all back to, you know, pre-COVID and life was just what it was, right? And so after that night was over, I had a really long self-reflection moment because now who's holding myself back? Is it me or is it really the circumstances at hand? And I started to say, I'm like, you know, it's been four years, maybe three years, since really everything catastrophically really transpired. Okay, there's a lot of detrimental things that have gone on. I've forgiven a lot, a lot more, uh, which is not great, but you know, she's also my aunt, she was my best friend, she is in my family, there's all these different things. You know, I've grown so much in the lifestyle, and truthfully, I don't give a flying fuck uh, what anybody thinks of my lifestyle anymore. Yeah, at that particular time, it was difficult for me, but I've grown so much. You know, so after I sat and I kind of reflected on what was going on, I was like, you know what, I guess it's me. I got to move on. So I texted my other aunt that drove me uh, to, to my aunt's house on, you know, the Saturday morning. And I had said to her, I said, you know what, I said, I think it's time, uh, you know, to bury the hatchet and just move forward because it's just me, right? Now it's me holding myself back from something that I don't really know. You know, I know that it's a way for me. Uh, to release my inner feelings and my inner emotions around it. And truthfully, that was the one last detrimental lifestyle thing that I needed to put to bed from all of this journey that I've had from the start to now. And I feel pretty good with it, right? Because it was the one thing that kind of just like lingered over me. It's now like I feel like I have control over it that, you know what, I'm making amends and I, I feel really great about where everything was and how everything is at this moment in time just be a little bit more cautious and open-minded. But hopefully, uh, you know, it does kind of solidify things and that does put uh, everything to sleep. And so I just really wanted to recap that from the weekend because it really was such a pivotal thing within my family, uh, not specifically lifestyle related, but stemming originally from the journey that began in the lifestyle for me that really hurt uh, everything about my soul. So. That was a really great positive, um, you know, outcome about nothing. The story was not about anything. You have to listen to the journey from start to finish. Good morning, Lawrence. How are you? So I'm going to go back. And uh, good morning, Bill. Good morning, Ryan, Ashley, everybody that is tuning in. Uh, how are you this morning? And everybody's asking about my ears. So the reason why I'm wearing my ears is because Mizzy's Boutique is running a Memorial Day sale. 
And um, yeah, here it is. I do have my coffee. People are asking me about my coffee and everything. Good morning, Dawn. How are you, girl? So, okay, yes. So I am wearing my Purple Ears by Naughty Indulgence. I am a brand ambassador for Naughty Indulgence, but I also uh, carry their merchandise uh, through the boutique. So they come with, it's like a matching set. It's a butt plug, it's the matching ears, and the butt plug is a real foxtail. And so I figured since it is Memorial, we are going into Memorial Day and the boutique is having a sale, I was going to share some the of the books. Uh, some, I'm going to share some of the merchandise that I sell through the boutique, of which some are these dare games. These are like swingers. I'm talking in circles. That's right. I always talk in circles. Uh, so these are the uh, games that we carry through the boutique. I brought them out simply because it is Memorial Day weekend and there's going to be a lot of barbecues and there's going to be so many different things going on. And these are super fun icebreakers, interactive ways to really get your party started. There's a swinger. Oh, I'm doing it backwards because we're on screen. There's a swingers edition. There's a fetish edition. And then there's like kind of like a meet and mingle basic kind of uh, thing here. So I just thought that that would be a fun way to just talk about uh, what we have going on before we really get into the topics. And then of course the floggers. These are the original floggers that we've brought into the boutique. They started in a red and black pair and you get two. And then we branched out and we, got, we brought in black, but now we have an assortment of colors. There's like purples, yellows, there's all sorts of different things. So we've never really, I mean, I've shared about the boutique, but I've never really shared merchandise from it before. So uh, if you are watching and when you go back, the sale runs through Memorial Day night. And if you use Memorial Day, no, Memorial 15, um, through Memorial Day, you'll receive 15% off your purchase. Uh, Oh my God, they want to see you on camera, Spencer. So just come and dip your, your crazy ass self in here for a moment. Uh, here he is. So this guy's been getting later and later, you know, off to work. He really should have been out of here like a half an hour ago. So normally the process goes, I get his coffee ready and he departs and, you know, I have enough time to just like get myself set. But he hasn't been doing that lately. So the mornings have been all sorts of fucked up. I've adjusted up. it to my schedule. Yeah. Work so, is now at my schedule. Yeah, I just don't know. So, okay, so that's enough chit-chatting of all of my stuff this morning. Let's talk about this community subject that has been brought to the table. Now, this is a two-part series. The first part is, I guess it really should be about the length of time that a play session should uh, continue on for. Two days. Two days, Spencer says, and he's not joking about that. He's probably pretty serious. Uh, thank you so much for all the roses and things like that. Can you tap my screen and send me some hearts? There's like 598 on there. I try and go for goals now. So like try and get it up to at least like 5,000 or something throughout this entire 45 minutes. Um, so two hours, yeah, that's uh, two days is what Spencer says. But I put up a poll within our Mindbender Party's private group. And in there, I had listed some several things. And so... The, really, the, the real question is, if the sex is good, how long should it really last for? And so some of the answers are, you know, two hours until everybody taps out. One and a half hours. Bye, Bubby. Have the love very you. best day. I love Always. you, too. I love you. Um, one and a half hours. One hour. And then there was a really great written response in of when the moment, when you're in the moment, like, what is time? And just keep fucking, really. Right? So, of course... 
Yeah, of course I went through various different things in my brain on how to answer this question because it's so different for me all the time. And I'm so glad Spencer's leaving because his freaking interjecting probably would run rampant on this conversation this morning. Uh, and so um, when I think about play, I go through various different stages, right? And Spencer and I are on completely different wavelengths. I will say that for sure. Spencer is more of a nighttime, like midnight fucker. Me, I can like wake up when the sun shines and the birds are chirping and just get right to it. Legit, the most favorite thing of mine is in the morning, and I don't even give a fuck if he's sleeping or not, because most of you mofos are hard as a rock when you're sleeping, when you wake up, whatever it may be, like right in that morning. I don't know, for whatever the reason is, that just turns me on so much. If I could just wake you up with the Pepe in my mouth as you're like, good morning, uh, would be fantastic. That would be what I, uh, you know, would adore. Um, good morning in France. This is a wonderful, yes, thank you for sharing me all over the world. Share with your friends so we get more international folk here. Um, so yeah, so that morning time, if you get me in the morning when the sun is shining and things are super vibrant, oh, I could fuck like all day. If I wake up and I have like a ton of things going on for the day and then all of a sudden, you know, we sit on the couch and we're watching TV and I had already eaten dinner and, you know, maybe I've fallen asleep for a short minute and then, you know, he wakes me up at a quarter to 12 to go into our bedroom. I'm not really looking to fuck at that point in time. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in a dead sleep. Uh, you know, my nights come to an end. I'm pretty much done with this. So I can't. If in those moments... I do actually abide and say, okay, I'll get this, I'll get the job done. I legit, I'm expecting you to come within fucking four minutes because you just woke me up. I'm fucking not in the mood. I'm still sleeping. I don't know what in the hell is going on here. And I feel like I was just taken for a swirl. So yes, use my body as fast as you possibly can uh, to make the job happen. So that would be my first thing. I don't know how anybody else feels about that, but that's that. An example, like the other night. Oh, it is. It was his birthday. And this is so terrible to say, but I told Jim and I really wanted to text him and just like laugh about it, but I didn't. So Spencer's birthday weekend was a couple weekends ago, right? We it went it was a crazy ass busy weekend. Friday he worked all day because he had take he he had taken off of work and um he like worked in the backyard all day and then we had our friends come into town and we went out not out we went out on friday night and we fucked like real good friday night so i just want to make sure everybody knows we did really fuck throughout the weekend but i'm just telling you uh about the you know so it was a long day friday which then we had to do a mad dash to pa to the paradise club because the boutique was vending uh there for the day and it was a three o'clock start which for all of you that watch the show knows that it was like a crazy fucking adventure to get to the Paradise Club that day. And so, you know, long day at the Paradise Club. I think that we maybe left at like one in the morning. We got home around 3 a.m. And then we had dinner at Spencer's parents' house for his birthday and had birthday shenanigans, you know, whatever. So we're like drinking, eating, snacking. And I'm like, this motherfucker is not going to want to fuck when we get home. As much as he's talking about doing it, he's not going to want to. But then he's going to talk shit to me that we didn't fuck on his birthday because he has the tendency to do stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. So I said to Jim, I turned around. I was like, you watch at like midnight. 
he's going to ask, you know, for something. And so, um, you know, it's really disruptive to the show when you do that on the podcast. Uh, And so, um, what's it called? So, see, he distracts me so much when he does things like that. Anyways, so we get home. I know he's, like, super full. He's, like, not wanting to do anything at all. No joke. We fall asleep. I wake up and I think that he's like, I'm most certain he was watching porn. I'm not entirely sure what was going on, but I think that he was like trying to wake me uh, to do something. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And I was just like, I kind of did like a, (gasps) seriously? And I was like, no, negative. And I rolled back over and I was like, I can't do that. So I turned over, I put the Pepe in my mouth, you know, got the job done. And I'm pretty sure I fell asleep that way. See, so, but he, he would have gone until next morning to do it. So there really needs to be some alignment when you're getting into a play session on expectations because that's where Spencer and I go wrong. When I think that we're having a quickie, he thinks that we're going for fucking four days. And then I kind of get frustrated. And when I get frustrated, it ruins the moment. And then he gets very upset with me. And so that's not a great thing either. Like, I feel really bad because he got frustrated with me that moment. I said no. But I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? This is crazy. Like, I I can't perform this way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, So Ryan says, when everyone is too sore to continue, I agree with how great morning sex is. So... I agree with that statement on uh, when everyone is too sore to continue because that goes into the complete opposite kind of play sessions that Spencer and I have. Uh, we will have like half day, day long play sessions, you know, and it's more kind of planned out that we know that we're going to be home for the weekend or something's going on of the sorts where, you know, midweek he'll be like, oh, you know, I think I have off on Saturday. Uh, let's kind of have like a chill day at home. Well, chill day at home kind of means like, you know, we're just kind of like playing, having a great time throughout the day, you know, not, you know, in and out of the hot tub. And so an all day play session does not mean that we're actually fucking all day long. It means that we are, you know, we are fucking, but then, you know, we're kind of doing a little foreplay in between everything. And then we go and, you know, we'll smoke a little bit. But even maybe when he's, sm- when, you know, he's smoking, maybe like I'm doing oral on him or like vice versa, right? We keep things like interactive throughout the entire day to keep things kind of playing along. Um, or there'll be times where I'll just get my vibrator out and, you know, like I'll be, you know, kind of doing something on my own and he'll like watch me or, I really like watching him uh, and he knows that so he'll you know kind of start doing a little something so it's kind of like how the day progresses and it's just the most fun intimate generally you know I'm going through a lot of different outfits because I do really love um, like dress like dress up and uh, different things like that fuck straight it I love that uh, yeah so I really do love dress up and you know as you might see by my profiles I wear a lot of different colored wigs and I do all sorts of different things um and so usually in those long day long play sessions you know he's fucking multiple people because I'm kind of changing my outlook all the time um and so Frankie says I can never bust during morning sex so frustrating but I do always finish her off first so that's um Spencer also which might be one of the reasons why 
he doesn't particularly enjoy morning sex. Not even that. I mean, like, I get him right when, like, before he's peed and, like, all these different things. And I know he tries uh, to hold off for me. I, I know he tries to, like, really get engaged and, and whatever, but he just he just can't. Um, and so somebody is asking, where can I find one that does this all day? I don't know. I guess you're going to have to follow along to my page and all of my platforms to see all of my friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one of the things that frustrates him. But he will, uh, he will pleasure me also. And if I want to finish or something like that, he will. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to say, uh, my, my goal is always to finish. Like I'm not just, and if, you finish before I, which is totally fine. I will use my vibrator or sometimes what happens is in those all day sessions that Spencer and I are having, there's a lot of stretching that's going on and a lot of different toys and things like this. And because of that, either my sensations get a little bit wonky or I just need bigger and bigger. So he does have to finish me off with a toy and I'm sorry, but that's just the way that it goes. I mean, I'm completely, you know, a wreck down there. And then I can't walk for days. And then my body is fucked up like crazy. So that's the next thing that I want to talk about uh, with these all-day play sessions is that, yes, they are the most pleasurable and enjoyable, but legit, I can't fucking hold my pee afterwards, okay? You know, there's not enough Kegels and um, body exercises that one can do to keep your insides from not getting super fucked up and loose and sensitive. And so... I find I tend to get a little bit nervous when I know that we're going into these all-day play sessions because I'm like, oh my god, uh, the repercussions after this is going to be not great at all, but it's going to be totally worth it while it's happening. And so um, I'm going to be real truthful. January, it was the end of January, beginning of February, we had the massive snowstorm, and then, I don't know, Spencer just had, like, a day off, and we had, we spent those two Saturdays, two Saturdays in a row, all day fucking, no joke, from, like, 10 a.m., probably until, like, 5 a.m. next morning. It was a little bit absurd, um, and so we should not have carried on that second Saturday. We should have just left it at that first Saturday, because my body was already super damaged and not put back together well enough and I think that he knew that I was a little bit looser because of the continuous play that we had the weekend before uh, that he went a little bit really crazy legit I don't think that my body was back to normal maybe two months I know that sounds extreme and like he laughs at me and doesn't think that that's normal but let me tell you something guys you're not a female and you don't understand what goes on you know somebody's asking me to stand up and I'm gonna stand up for that specific this specific. I mean you can't really tell like on here I think the camera adds like 95 pounds I mean it's it's not even that um it's just the simple fact of you know women's women's insides are not that big okay they're just like small in there and so because they're so small um it gets all fucked up and rearranged and this. And so, yeah, my bladder gets all fucking crazy and this, that, and the other thing. It's just too much. Um, so I get, like, nervous when we go into the play, all-day play sessions. I look forward to them, but I realize we need to have more of a break. That first day, he legit had me chained to the bed for eight hours and was just using my body for eight hours straight. That's probably where we went wrong. Um, but it was great. 
So yeah, I'm not opposed to all day play sessions or when my body taps out because in those moments, I do actually tap out and say like, I just can't take any more. Um, and in those, those times, Spencer won't actually come uh, fully. I do really love pre-cum and I really do love like playing with cum. And so for that reason, uh, you know, I'll ask for him, you know, to pre-cum a bunch. So by the time everything is over, maybe he'll be able to come up maybe he won't be able to depending on how much of that went on throughout the play session um and if that's the case then normally the very like the next day in the morning um you know or as soon as we're both like awake or whatever uh you know he'll be like oh can we just you know get the can we just like finish me off or, or you know like he'll do something because i know that he's like still a little bit riled up and has to kind of get himself um going a little bit but he won't he won't necessarily like fully finish and then, you know, come again, but he will, or he'll just, I don't know if it's like he's pretty much edging himself, but um, there'll be times when like I will put the Pepe in my mouth like in the afternoon and he just like wants to feel that for a short while. And then he'll be like, oh, okay, you know, we'll continue this later and then like never come. So he does things a lot differently than I, like my mission is to always come, but like I can masturbate like 10 times a day and still have him fuck me at nighttime and it'd be great, you know? So it's different. I don't know. I don't know. I should really ask what his, his thing is with that. I'm going to. Um, so then, so then there, so there's those, there's the all day plus the all day play sessions and then these quickies that I was talking about. What about like the in-betweens, right? There's all these times where things feel real good. They don't feel good. This, that, and the other thing. Um, okay, great. Go have the best day. For anybody that needs to sign off because it's 8 a.m., have the very best day uh, and be sure that you follow along and just tap that screen one last time uh, to give some sugar and some love. Um, and so the nights like after the clubs, these are the nights where Spencer really wants to go for a really long time also. I find those nights to be super challenging also simply because it's been a really long day but they also turn out to be some of the nastier down and dirty sessions that we have. Um, oh, hold on one second. So I just want to read a comment that somebody's saying, because as much as I love the positivity, I also love when people say other things. So he says, you're just an object. We can buy you. Never forget that, TikTok girl. You can buy me because I do have a boutique, which is mizzysboutique.com. And so yes, you could purchase these ears that I'm wearing and some of the other attire uh, that you cannot see. So yes, you're absolutely on point with that. Thank you very much for acknowledging that. Yeah, I am super transparent. Um, listen, the way that I feel about these live sessions and the swingers lifestyle, alternative lifestyle, is about being super honest and uh, in tune with our own selves, right? There are a lot of humans that are coming into this world not really understanding what they're getting into, what their, um, you know, maybe their expectations are different than what it really, what things really are. Um, there's, there's a lot of different things that happen, right? And when I first came into the lifestyle, I had no clue, right? I didn't even know that this world existed. So what are the things that I'm supposed to learn? I don't know, right? And the only way that you learn them is by going through them. And so if the, if you, 
if you don't know what it is that you're about to get into and start dealing with all of these crazy kind of scenarios that you need to navigate, it gets a little bit uncomfortable, right? And you don't really know how to, you know, navigate them, think about them. Who do you talk to about them? Because let's face it, a lot of people are 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 really not uh, wanting to talk about the swingers world with many, right? Because it's one of those things that are judged tremendously. Uh, which is another reason why I feel so passionately about being open and transparent about it because I've gone through so many different things. I've experienced a, different, a lot of different things. I've experienced so much positivity and I've experienced a lot of negativity and I've had a really great balance in between getting me to the moment where I am now where I have this amazing influential brand business from the boutique standpoint. Uh, the, the events business has been going on for such a long time. Uh, but if you don't have indiv individuals such as myself, you know, trying to speak so freely about it, how are you ever going to learn and think about the scenarios that you must think about when you come into these types of environments? It's not so cut and dry, right? There's grayscale every single which place. We need to be in tune with ourselves, our confidence, you know, the things that we want, the things that we're looking for, how do you express them? And so my transparency is hopefully to help you get to those moments where at least you could think a little bit maybe further than where you were today and, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable in your lifestyle journey. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, I do want... Yes, Lawrence, I, I want to make sure that I, I circle back because this is one of the things that I wanted to, uh, not only did I want to circle back and put that final uh, positivity spin on my final, uh, my family issue, I wanted to also discuss this. So Lawrence says, vote for the world top five finalists in the ASN awards, best retail company. So I got reprimanded a little bit the other day from the show. You know, generally when all the humans that are nominated for the ASN Awards pop on to the, the live show, I do a call out. So first and foremost, let's make sure that we all go vote Lawrence for best social media influencer or just best influencer. I don't even know if it's social media because just influencer uh, in general. And he and I were having a conversation and he says, I just want to tell you, ma'am, that ASN is the entire world. So your boutique is nominated number five in the entire world. You said the United States. And I was so glad that he corrected me and I said, you know what, I'm gonna go on the show and I'm gonna stand corrected. Sometimes, you know, when I'm on here, I just start spewing uh, and my facts are a little bit off. So I wanted to make sure that I went back and, and kind of just said, hey, I acknowledge the fact that, yes, I do understand that the boutique was in, is in top five in the world. And I'm so thankful for everybody that's voting. So follow ASN Awards, asnawards.com, and keep putting the, the boutique up um, for best retailer. It was a great moment. Okay, have a great time in the shower. Think of me. I hope so. Uh, kisses to everybody. So these are some of the things that I think about when um, – when we are, I want to get back to the subject of the actual, like, how long is a sex, how long is a good sex session, and can we come multiple times? So, I was talking about, like, after club sessions. After club sessions are my favorite. 
they're my favorite and then my least favorite. They're my favorite because usually the sexual energy going between Spencer and I is tremendous, right? Whether or not we physically hooked up with anybody at the event or not, we're still sexually charged and we've had some sort of chemistry or sexual energy interchange with somebody, uh, whether, you know, how intimate or not, levels vary. It doesn't matter. You're still around naked humans who are fucking and doing some really great things right and not even that like coming out of a successful evening you know one of the thrills that we get from putting on the events is watching everybody have a good time so not only did we successfully uh you know put on a great event that we were super happy with and feeling like exhilarated with ourselves now we have just taken on all that sexual sexual energy that everybody has had and we are looking forward to getting back to the hotel room. And now I'm not gonna lie. By this point in time, a few Cosmos in, a few edibles in, my body is like loose as a goose. And uh, you know, all bets are off and I'm a little bit more daring on how right out of the gate we go. You know, there's less prep time to my body and there's less like whatever. We usually just like get down and dirty and just like whatever. Which kind of leads into another question and I haven't put it up in the in the group just yet but it is going to be a piggy piggyback onto this which is you know do you need alcohol or party favors uh you know to get your mojo on and i thought about this in two separate ways too and i'm I'm going to probably bring it back up after i post the discussion thread in the group just because i'll have of you know engagement and i i rather have topics that have data backings behind them um, but my own personal opinion of this is I don't need party favors or alcohol to, you know, do anything. I do want to make sure everybody knows, like, I am stoned 24 hours a day. I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is drink some water, and then I smoke my bowl, and, you know, I'm stoned the entire day. So I don't think that there's probably ever a point in time where you see me sober. That's factual. Um, marijuana is legal in New York, so there's no issue with that, like, completely legal across the board uh, so I am allowed to do so um, so I want to make sure we're, we're very clear you know some of our habits are just like our daily habits and they're not necessarily enhancers however if I eat an edible specifically like a chocolate edible they're really delicious I love the chocolates uh, I definitely am especially much more horny or I don't even know what it is I don't know if it's like I don't know I'm not sure what happens. We also have a weed-infused oil that we use as lube, and that just goes right into the bloodstream. And so that also is like a very intoxicating, uh, definitely great orgasm. Uh, but these things are just like a great. And then when I think about Fireball, because Fireball specifically, it really isn't just all the other alcohols, but Fireball specifically, it warms my soul. And by the time it gets down to the hoo-ha, it's like getting some tingles and stuff. So I do realize that when I do drink Fireball, of course, like I'm a little bit more on fire, no pun intended. But it's just like, okay, yes, do I love that? Like, okay, I'm gonna say, do I love it? Yes, I love, I love to be a little bit buzzed and I definitely love to be stoned. I don't abuse it or anything of the sorts, right? But do I love those interactions in intercourse when you are a little bit buzzed or a little bit stoned? Yes. Do I love it sober? Yes. So I love it in all variations. So I had a really hard time 
answering the question on or even putting the question up on do I need party favors uh, to do this the answer is no but the answer is still yes because I don't need it but I love it and I enjoy it in all different aspects of it so I'm never going to deny you know any level of it I am missing some questions here so do I have uh, cross gestures do we have cross dressers that attend our events is that's the question then yes we do so mindbender parties is all inclusive to all humans and that's why i use the word humans because i don't like classifications in any kind of way i find that when we try and bucket ourselves it just makes it a little bit more challenging and difficult either to accept ourselves or for others to accept us because you know we're trying to you know put identifications on ourselves that are unnecessary um, and so for that, we are all inclusive and we welcome anybody and everybody that would love to attend our events. Of course, you have to be respectful. Um, you know, we're watching everybody that comes through the door. So, you know, if there are some things that are happening, uh, you know, we'll be, you know, we'll be, we'll be watching out for it. But, um, and so, uh-oh, somebody's saying, I think that my thing is here. Uh, have a great day, Ryan. I think that my live feed on Facebook got a little bit wonky. I'm not entirely sure. And so, um, okay. Thank you so much for the follows and the joins. So for those of you that are just listening to and joining, you're listening to Mizzy Bender. This is a live show on TikTok and Facebook, and it will be streaming on my podcast shortly there after the show. We talk about all sorts of swingers, alternative lifestyle conversation. And today we're talking about if the sex is good, how long should it actually last for? And is it okay for a gentleman to come twice during or multiple times rather during a play session? And I, I have to admit, you know, somebody put down a comment when answering, is it okay for the gentleman to come more than once uh, during a play session? And a female answered, and it was such a great answer. And she said, but well, of course, right? Because if I'm allowed to come multiple times, why wouldn't he be allowed to come multiple times? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's absolutely correct, like, correct right? Equality, I would say, is fantastic across the board. The thing is, I think that the real general idea of the question was, does the female get offended that the gentleman wants to come more than once so you know they do their you know they do their thing they have their session they come now he wants to come again does the female take it as you're being like she didn't perform well enough that things didn't go good is it like a negative thing and everyone i and there were 32 um where is this because i do yep i write everything down there were 32 responses that said that there's no issue at all to it. And I was really happy to see that prime, you know, that the more dominant response was, uh, you know, that it was no issue at all. And that makes me wonder though, like is there communication going into it ahead of time? I personally feel like if the gentleman is going to want to come more than once during a play session, the person that you're playing with really needs to know that this is one of your behaviors or one of the things that you like because going back to some of the examples that I was sharing about Spencer and I not being on the same page sometimes when it being a quickie or a more longer session, I could see that becoming where the discrepancy comes into place because as I mentioned earlier, I get super frustrated when I think it's going to be a quickie and it turns out not to be. 
And at some point in time, when he takes longer than I think that it should be, I do get a little bit like, what the fuck is going on? Like, am I not doing this great? Like, what the fuck is up? But it's just because our mindsets are different. And he's in a different, um, he, his brain is thinking like, oh my God, this feels so great. I want this to last forever. And I'm just like, oh, let's just do this for a second and just get it done. Um, oh, thank you so much for uh, acknowledging my outfits. The ears can be purchased at mizzysboutique.com. Use Memorial 15 to receive 15% off your order for uh, the Memorial Day sale now through Memorial Day. So somebody on TikTok is asking if I have a boyfriend or if I'm single. So I do have a boyfriend. We are lifelong partners. We'll be together forever. We have a girlfriend. She owns LWP, which is a kink B&B in Pennsylvania. Uh, we travel with her and we see her, you know, maybe like once a month, um, somewhere around there and have just like great times together. Um, and, uh, you're, and you're more than welcome to ask me any other questions that you want to. Um, I have no problem answering. That's absolutely okay. Good morning, Matthew. I hope that you guys are doing well. We're just like kind of shooting the shit about all sorts of different things, um, community subject, community topics, things like this nature. Um, so... I do want to make sure that those that do have the tendency to maybe take a longer time because some gentlemen, uh, I know that this isn't specifically in regards to intercourse, but oral, a lot of gentlemen can't finish from just oral. A lot of men love it and really enjoy it, but they just can't come that way. And that's totally cool. And there's a lot of reasons for it. You, I personally think in those moments, you really should be upfront with somebody that is going to be performing this, uh, that they know that you don't actually, you know, finish that way. That would bother me. That would make me feel really just like, well, this is really shitty. Two reasons. Number one, uh, oral is my most favorite thing to do. Um, and so if I can't please you in that way, it's going to make me feel offended. So I can relate to the question, but you know, if you tell me up front, like this is just not how you come, then that's totally cool. We did have a play partner that um, no matter, I mean, I think he came once for me and we fucked for a real long, like, I mean, multiple times, like many, many a times. Um, and like he just couldn't come, like it just was very difficult for him. And there's a lot of reasons why. And it was the only exception that I've ever made for somebody giving me a facial because we were having like this most amazing play scene and it was going on for a very long time. It was 4th of July, explosive, uh, was specifically a pun that needed to be there. It was It was like unbelievable. Uh, so there was no way that I was gonna allow the night to go off without him not coming on my face, which is a no-no for anybody. It's always discussed ahead of time and it's always a negative. Um, but there are gentlemen that, you know, can't. There also are gentlemen that, you know, can only come once, who they used to be able to come multiple times throughout the day, but then they just can't. So if they do come, you know, once throughout the day, they're not going to later. So like if you're jerking off guys, you know, don't come until, you know, you're going to come until later if that's what the agreement or, or situation is. Yeah, you can't and you don't know why. A lot of gentlemen, so this has been one of the topics that have been brought up tremendously um, with me and if I can bring it up. And so there have been multiple shows and I do bring conversation up quite a few times uh, about this. I also put up um, an article on my blog about dehydration and erectile dysfunction. 
that there is a correlation between being dehydrated and not being able to perform. Not saying that that's all the things, but just going to say how water is so important for our bodies in so many different levels, mind, body, soul, hydration is super important. Um, And so, you know, I do find personally at my own self, when I am a little bit more dehydrated, my sex drive goes down a little bit. So I do really try to make sure, you know, I'm taking my, I'm have my water intake up, even just like exercising and doing my stretching and things like that puts me in a much uh, more exhilarated mood, I guess. And I, and I'm sure that makes sense, right? Because you're releasing all the stresses and all the tension within your body that, you know, makes you feel a little bit more free and loose and, you know, wanting to get into it. Um, all right, I think that you have uh, have the very best day. And you do have to be in control um, of what's going on. I think a lot of gentlemen um, get in their heads a lot about not being able to finish, and it kind of like loops them without understanding the fact that it's okay to just be honest and upfront with your play partner about that then it will make it so much more enjoyable instead of being in your head and you know kind of funking up the whole experience and like why 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 who the fuck cares you know that's why a lot of uh gentlemen will ask me you know does size matter i don't give a shit about size you know why because you know foreplay toys there's all sorts of different activities that could go on aside from just you know intercourse that uh, you can enjoy. So my thing is, is are you laughing? Are you having a great time? Is there a smile on your face? Do you feel pleasure? Are we, you know, is this great? Then fuck yeah, we're having a great time. It doesn't matter, you know, if you finish, it doesn't matter, whatever. It, nothing else matters as long as we are all having the best time. Um, so somebody's asking, where do I like, uh, where, where, do, where do I want somebody to finish? So, I mean, honestly, it doesn't really matter if, uh, you know, my partner generally, he's always inside of me, but uh, there are times where, you know, like he'll come on me or, you know, like on my belly or something of the sorts. Uh, but generally it's either like, it's, it's usually here or, you know, inside, um, even, and, and, a lot of the reason is too, because like I said, I you know I I like to kind of just be like oof, you know, like after that happens, I'm like yes, I just you know I don't know whatever. It's like a gift, I guess. I, I don't know what the fuck goes on, but uh, so even if like I'm like reverse dial and he's gonna finish, like he'll flip me around and like you know do something like that. Um, so somebody on TikTok is saying, "Wow, you speak the truth," and so thank you for acknowledging uh, the perspective that I'm bringing to the table. I do have a lot of conversation with gentlemen privately about their questions and their thoughts and things. They do feel like it's a safe place for them to kind of chat with me. And so I do really try and take and absorb everything that it is to share that they share with me and share it back out because uh, if that one gentleman is feeling a certain way, that must mean that there is a whole community of them out there somewhere feeling it also. And so, you know, it's easier for me to share it out there and talk about everything than, you know, somebody asking the question. That's one of the things that I also find on these threads also. You know, we have the morning show and then I get a whole slew of instant messages afterwards of, can you talk about this? What's your perspective on this? Uh, And so it makes me really happy that even though you don't really want to participate you know, publicly, which is totally okay from a confidentiality standpoint, that you feel 
definitely safe to do it behind closed doors and allow me to speak on your behalf. So if you are listening to this, you know, please know that it's okay to reach out to me via instant message or mizzybender at outlook.com. And I'd be more than happy to chat through, you know, anything for you. We've talked about a lot of different subjects, difficult, you know, taboo, everything and anything, you know, you got it. Like I, I'm on it for you. Um, yeah, so look for the events. Somebody is saying on uh, TikTok, they're, they're kind of just like mentioning uh, that they're loving the show. And so I appreciate that. So listen, it is almost towards the end of the show. I do hope that you've been enjoying the conversation. I know that I speak in like kind of circles and stuff, but that's kind of the fun of it. It always gets brought back home. Um, but again, uh, you know, my men are parties. We have, oh, I didn't tell you. So June 11th is going to be our Naughty and Neon events. You can register at mindbenderparties.com for that. That will be in Rhode Island. It's going to be a glowing of an evening. I can't wait. I just got my outfit in uh, two days ago, maybe. So I just have to put the finishing accessories on it. I'm very excited about that. If you are attending the event and you want to communicate with others that are also attending, in uh, on sdc.com is the events listing. And when you automatically RSVP to the events listing, you get put into the group chat. Uh, you know, it's the, there's a lot of humans in the group chat. Some days it's more active than other days, but it's a way for you to get to know others and kind of, you know, pregame and do whatever you want prior to. Uh, so if you want to join there, shoot me a message. I can send you the link out to it so you can uh, RSVP there, but also to our, web, our website. Uh, what else? Uh, Mizzy's birthday bash is going to be July 18th. No, that's my birthday. July 15th, 16th, and 17th is the birthday bash. We've been working like motherfuckers in the yard getting this all prepped. I'm super excited because I just planted all of my veggies. Last year, I was able to feed everybody that came to the events uh, from the garden you know like I made salads and we had different uh, dishes and stuff with some of the crops from there so I'm really hoping that I'm able to grow everything that I planted in time for this it is going to be a luau so there's a lot of fun things that we have planned for it you do need to RSVP prepaid for that one simply because I have a lot of planning that I need to do and it's at our house and since it's at our house uh, we don't have all the conveniences that the clubs bring us so we have to get some more mixers and you know there's just a lot more involved which is totally great uh, but we just need a definite RSVP on that so we host swingers alternative lifestyle events you can check us out at mindbenderparties.com per a question on TikTok um, all right so coming up on the next show is going to be about health issues and sex drive, which is great segue from some of the conversation that we were just having today. Now, this is another community submitted question where a gentleman had reached out to me and he had shared that his wife is experiencing some pretty hefty health issues, which is lowering, lowering her sex drive, making it very difficult for her to have any kind of intercourse or sexual engagement at all. Uh, which is, of course, going to be very challenging and is becoming challenging on the relationship. He is looking for open conversation about, you know, do you have experience with that? And if you do and you have recommendations and you don't want to share it on the show, please send it to me so I can speak on behalf of it on Thursday. 
um, and kind of share some outside perspective. I would imagine that this is a very difficult position to be in within a relationship. Um, I can speak on, you know, the lack of intimacy in my marriage. However, it was not because of specific health issues. I mean, maybe, you know, mental health issues, which made things a little bit more complicated, but not physical health issues. Uh, So the conversation can go in a lot of different directions. And I do want to make sure that we acknowledge it. So that's what's coming up on Thursday. And I see... I've seen a few other questions uh, scroll through since we've been on. So it's going to get really exciting. So listen, you guys, it's been a really great show. Uh, I've spoken a lot about some, you know, pretty important topics here, especially in regards to the gentleman. So if you have any insights or if you have anything that you think that I should add as a follow-up uh, to the discussion, please let me know because I'd be more than happy uh, to share that out. Um, and so, oh, good morning, everybody. I've missed a few people on here. Um, so before I hang up, I, I want to make sure I, I go back to the questions. Uh, I have such a hard time with anyone other than my wife. I've had a girlfriend over a year and only came twice for her. I know it's all in my head. Super frustrating. See, these are some of the examples that I'm so happy that others bring to the table and kind of support what I was, you know, speaking on behalf of. It must be super frustrating, and I definitely understand uh, being in your head. Um, Not that this is completely related to it, but squirting, right? So I can squirt, but I can only do it when I'm not thinking about it. When the pressure is on, and I know that you want me to, and I know that, you know, the expectation is there uh, for whatever the reason is at that moment, I just can't do it. I have to be completely, um, you know, just just not thinking about it at all and then you know like I could be super explosive um so I would imagine that it would have to be a very similar thought process although completely frustrating because I mean you ultimately are just not coming at all I've at least orgasmed and just hasn't haven't squirted oh good morning Elizabeth mama how are you so for those of you that are on uh, my Facebook feed right now, this pretty mama works at a really amazing club. If you're still on here and you want to drop what club you work at, uh, the dancing club, not the other club, uh, I'd be more than happy to promote you on here. Uh, and Elizabeth was just saying that the birthday bash last year was absolutely amazing and she can't wait to see us all again. And mama, I can't wait to see you again also. The birthday bash last year was great. Uh, you know, we had these little baby pools in the backyard that became like a little mosh pit for, you know, swinger females, which is great. Uh, we're going to be traveling to an LGBTQ nude beach this year um, and doing all sorts of different things. Um, so somebody is saying, make sure I take some vitamin D. I make sure I take vitamin D all the time. I like to be all sorts of uh, spunky. Oh, and Mr. Lawrence thinks that I should be Um, a hand model. So I'm going to really quickly do, ah, nah. I don't know. I must talk with my hands a tremendous amount because, well, I'm Italian and frankly, I don't think any Italian can talk without using their hands. So voila, I don't know. Um, Okay. So anyways, I've been babbling babbling for a a, a while again. So I'm going to hang up the show. Make sure if you're following this, you tune in on on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, 730 Eastern, TikTok Live and Facebook Live. If you haven't caught it on the live sessions, it is on my podcast. If you just Google the Mizzy Bender show, you will find it on every single podcast network. If you go to mizzybender.com, you'll find it in my blogs. 
you'll find it everywhere. So follow along for the conversation. If you're looking for something spicy, make sure you email me that topic or your feedback at mizzybender at outlook.com. Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you so soon. Ah!